There are many things battling to get our space in our heart and mind and pastor teaches not to give attention to such irrelevant things but to keep our focus on Jesus and God's word. He goes on to pray for the congregation to raise up recommenders for our voice to be louder than the enemy's and for the Lord to surpass all our expectations. Hallelujah. Tonight, let's open our Bibles to a scripture. Psalms 56 and verses 1 to 4. Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighteth daily, oppresseth me. My enemies would daily swallow me up for they be many that fight against me O thou most high What time I am afraid I will trust in thee underline that word Fourth verse In God I will praise his word in God I have put my trust I will not fear what flesh can do unto me Tonight just an exhortation from psalms 56 trust in the lord take refuge in the presence of jesus amen do not allow fear to come into your hearts keep looking to the face of jesus None of us who look to him shall ever be put to shame. Yes. Remember you are precious to the Lord. God didn't create you for nothing. He strategically created you. There is a purpose over your life. And you got to find that in the Lord and in him alone. It is said that life is a battle of territories. There are many things in life that is trying for your attention, that is looking for your space. It actually began at conception. There are millions of sperms <laughs> that were fighting and you won. <laughs> you won so you came out a champion even if there is nothing else that you have achieved in life so far you are a champion because you competed with millions of sperms and you won <laughs> can you imagine that it was a battle it was a battle all the sperms were looking to reach their first but you got their first Amen. Praise God. See everything is looking for a space in your heart, in your mind. Whether it be discouragement, whether it be depression, whether it be low self-esteem, whether it be fear, whatever. It is all looking for a space in your heart and mind. Even people who backbite you, 
speak behind your back they are actually looking for attention all those things are looking for your attention but tonight i sense the holy spirit of god telling me to tell you don't give attention to irrelevant things keep your focus don't give your attention to irrelevant things you know there are you know a few pointers that's the first point give attention completely to the lord proverbs 4 says guard your heart with all diligence for out of it comes forth the issues of life so just keep your focus on jesus keep your heart on the lord don't allow every every kind of news everything that is happening around you to get your attention put your trust in god's word the second point discover your lane and stay there i mean you can't be the jack of all trades you can't be uh what do you say you can't try to be el shadai <laughs> i mean you are you so it is important that you find your lane and walk in it don't try to be the general manager of the universe what am i called to do and the world is full of specialists unless you realize what you're called to do and you stay in that lane and do what god has called you to do you will never find fulfillment if god has called you to be a housewife don't let anybody look down on you don't feel frustrated that you're just taking care of the kids and cooking meals and taking care of home and your husband wow that's something great that you're doing if god has called you to be a business woman do it if god has called you to i mean find out the lane that you're supposed to be driving your car or li- your life and stay in it one thing that i've realized is during these times especially you know don't take god for granted that's the third point actually value the lord don't be kind of big headed when it comes to god don't be so religious that you think you know everything about him that you take him for granted and you take even these meetings and the word all for granted yeah no don't do that one samuel chapter 2 and verse 30 it says he who honors the lord the lord will honor so even in these times don't 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 i mean take the lord for granted honor him honor him with your worship with your prayer 
with you know i was just looking at it you know that actually the corona virus traveled through the world in almost 3 months and it came through uh what do you say what is opposite of social distancing it it came through this i mean by by people just through people it it is a it is a social virus you can say that that's my word i don't know what's right can you imagine that one person passed that to another person through his breath <laughs> and i'm looking at it can you imagine that the time of evangelization right now is to allow the gospel to spread through your breath through your life through your words people out there are living in fear you have the opportunity to hear the word if the if if a virus could go through globally within 3 months influence the whole world in 3 months how much more you and me it's just not a few pastors and few apostles and evangelists doing the work every believer i've taught it for years every believer god will use you open your mouth tell your family tell people about jesus pray for others connect people to even to the live streaming somebody might need this more than you you are taking it for granted there are so many people use all your social connections to make sure that the gospel is reaching out to somebody serve him because he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him he is a rewarder don't take him for granted even in a lockdown time he is a rewarder he will reward you don't look at but the people who criticize you or look down upon you because you serve Jesus you know some people criticize because that is their that is the only oxygen that they have they survive on criticizing somebody i mean there are people who have survived for years with gossip as only way they felt alive and because of the lockdown they're getting frustrated and depressed because they cannot do it the way that they would have loved to they're trying <laughs> what i'm trying to tell you is value god life is the fourth point life is full of joys and sorrows that is what life is full of it's just not either of those life is full of joys and sorrows so you got to choose you got to make a choice you know sometimes it is pretty hard to keep on ministering and preaching faith and boom from the word because on one side you have testimonies coming in of people getting miraculously delivered and healed and blessed other side you have news coming of people not making it through going through tough times 
And as a preacher, I've got to see, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to put my faith in God's word, continue to preach the word, and ask people to put their faith in the Lord and in his word. Life is God's joys and sorrows. Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 17, though the fig tree does not, huh? Produce figs or the olive trees don't bring out the olive or there are no herds in the store. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yet. Yet. Now when I when you see preachers coming up here and people who minister coming up here and smiling, no, it doesn't mean that you know. You know, everything is rosy out there. But I took a, we took a decision. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in the Father, Jesus said, and trust in me. So you can let it or let it not. It's your choice. Your choice has to be I am going to rejoice in the Lord. I am going to put my hope in God's word. I am going to trust his promises. I am going to pray. I am going to seek his face. I am going to honor the Lord. It doesn't matter what is happening around me. I know the Lord will see me through. The Lord will see my family through. If you are one of them, and say, yes, that's me. I am going to do that. My choice is life. I choose life. I choose Jesus. I choose the blessing of God. I choose it. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands and praise the name of the Lord. Rabalabana. Jamzal Pavana. My life is in you, Lord. My hope is in you. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Choose to lead a life in Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen.
Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's a choice. A daily choice. To be joyful in the Lord. Amen. He will make me to leap on the eye hills. That's what Habakkuk says. It's a choice. I will leap. I know it's not 2021. It's not the leap year. But still leap. <laughs> God's got you. Amen. Amen. You feel as if you are crawling. But God says I will make you leap. Amen. You will leap. 2021 church. You will still leap in the Lord. You won't crawl through. Not even financially. You will not crawl through. Tonight I speak for supernatural blessing. May you leap in the Lord. Amen. So the fifth point. Don't live your life based on people's opinion. That's what Psalms 56. There are many who will swallow me up. There are people who fight me and oppress me. Opinion. People, everyone has an opinion. Opinion is the cheapest commodity on earth. Opinion is the cheapest commodity on earth. Don't live your life thinking, what do people think? What is their opinion about my life? What are people thinking? Whether it be the way you dress, the way you minister. Are you with me? The way you do up the hair, the way you cook. It can be anything. Criticism is the breakfast of champions. I have two eggs, two slices of bread and a lot of criticism for breakfast. <laughs> and a glass of, uh, a small, I mean, half a glass of pomegranate juice every day. That's what I'm made of. Every day. If you don't want people to backbite you, go to the back. You want to you wanna come forward in life? There will be. As a matter of fact, uh, your critics can become your staff members. You don't have to pay them. Are you with me? You learn and you develop through that. In your life, when you have no room for what people say in your life, but what God is actually saying about you, that's the time you can be free of depression. Even people admiring you, it doesn't matter. Because the same people who might say, Hallelujah, Hosanna today, will say, Crucify him, crucify him the next week. As a matter of fact, the Holy Spirit told me something which I wrote down. Don't make them a priority who consider you an option. Never make somebody a priority for. For them, you are just an option. 
I've realized it as a pastor, you know. How would you like if one, one, uh, one morning I come up and say, okay, okay guys, I'm going to another church to pastor another church. <laughs> I'm going to another church and pastor another church. I've had some invites. And I was tempted at one point actually. Because I've realized for people sometimes you're an option. They'll say, okay, okay, let's tune into some other message, another pastor. And they still want you to be their priority. They get upset if you don't pick up their call or respond immediately to a message. Never listen to every opinion to see how you feel about your life. You have to stop it. Nobody can be like you. Nobody can be like me. As a matter of fact, somebody said to me, I do not know how true it is scientifically, that everybody is born a genius. Up to about two to and a half years. They think they are genius, they can do everything. That's, that's how the mind works of a baby. Up to two to and a half years. Then... Your mind is conditioned by your parents and people around you, by your siblings. And that's where so low self-esteem, everything comes around. You'll fall, don't do this, don't do that. Oh, he's crawling too fast. He's running too fast. Don't live a borrowed life. Live your life. Lift your hand and say, I am a genius. <laughs> I am a genius. Amen. I'm created a genius. I'm created a champion. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. The sixth point. Everything that you have access to is not a proof of your ability. Talent. That's where pride comes in. John chapter 3, it says that Jesus said, No one can have anything unless given from the Father in heaven. No one can have anything unless the Father in heaven gives it. It is a you, you have a you have access to somehow God's grace. And you can ask. Nobody can have anything. Are you with me? So whatever you have, never feel that you were entitled to it or it is because of you. It is way beyond you. It is because the Father delighted in you. He gave you. And what you don't have you can have access if you will ask the Father in the name of Jesus. You ask and you receive not because you ask amiss. James chapter 4, 3, 4. Because you want to spend it on your lust. But not on that. If you ask the Father in the name of Jesus, He will give you access to the grace that you need. And th thank Him for that.
nobody is promised tomorrow nobody is promised tomorrow nobody is promised as a matter of fact who would have thought the relevance of the word in psalms 150 let everything that has breath praise the lord as a matter of if you have breath it is important that you pray to but many people gasping for breath there was a song no old classic song i think i don't i'm not sure who sang it i many people have sang it but who wrote it one day at a time i mean if you have access to today thank the lord each day thank the lord for the access that he has given you to that day appreciate it say lord i want to live this for you life is about investment and returns Romans 14 verse 12 Romans 14 and verse 12 it says that each one of us will have to stand before the throne of God and will have to give an account for the way that he's lived his life before God every one of us So be cautious of what you invest into because what you invest into is the returns that you will get In Genesis 8:22 it says there as long as the earth remains so shall there be seed time and harvest what you sow you will reap say that with me what i sow i will reap so if you are reaping something that you don't like it means you've been sowing something that you shouldn't are you with me that's the law it's a law I mean there is a law of gravity it doesn't matter who you are what gender you are male or female what age you are it works for everybody I mean anything that goes up has to come down are you with me but then there are different other laws that actually kind of cancel this out that's what that that the the law of lift or the law of thrust that's what in aerodynamics that you no know, even when a plane has to fly that's what they put into different other laws so there is a law of sowing and reaping what you sow you will reap years back i was i would i would sow books and i would reap books and then i said i'm tired of getting just books and books i like to have some shirts so i began to sow shirts and i began to get shirts Then I realized that shirts is just not good enough. Shirts is good. Thank you, Lord, for that. But I better begin to sow some money so I can reap some money, <laughs> so I can get what I want. Now, what you sow, you will reap. Ruth, the scripture that you're you're gonna read. I'm gonna look into that. Ruth was rewarded. in Ruth chapter 2 and verse 12 you have come under the wings of the lord and you put your trust in him psalms 56 and combine this with this Ruth 2:12 you put your trust under the wings of the lord and he will reward you he will reward you there is i mean you and the reason is second chapter 
Boaz is saying, I've seen how well you have taken care of your mother-in-law. I mean, in other words, you were sowing into your mother-in-law's life. And you're going to reap it. Life is meant to be shared. Say that with me. Life is meant to be shared. In 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8. As long as oil was poured forth into the vessels, oil kept flowing. But the moment the pouring out stopped, the oil stopped. God is telling some of you, never stop sowing, never stop tithing, never stop giving. Even in pandemic, you know, we have a tendency to self-preserve and think, okay, things might get bad, I better, I better handle myself. And I'm not saying don't have wisdom. Please be wise, but at the same time, follow the scriptural principles. When you sow, when you give out, the oil will keep flowing, the oil will keep flowing. The moment you stop it, it will stop. When you, when you share your life, people might not appreciate it, but God will reward you because you're doing it unto the Lord. Even at this time, I'm just giving you a few pointers before we just look at this. Ask God for the grace to build. That's the next point. Be a builder. Be a builder and building institutions. I hope I can explain that and not just temporary structures. Build something solid. Build lasting relationships. Not just something for the moment. Build lasting marriages. Some of you young people don't, don't wait for you to get married to actually build a home. Build it if you can afford it. As a matter of fact, Leah, I wanted to, you know, I, I have something written out here. And that's, that's my prayer for everyone in the church. After 30, you should be able to have your own land. So from the age of 25 to 30, you work to save, not to spend. Not to party. Not to wear the latest, you know, branded stuff there's nothing wrong with wearing all that what I'm saying is but save work to save 30 to 40 you save to invest say that with 30 to 40 save to invest and 40 to 50 you invest to consolidate 
and from 50 onwards you consolidate to enjoy and to give to your children or children's children and nobody was there to teach me that when i was 25 So I am like a 25 year old now. 25 year old. <laughs> But some of you youngsters put this into your heart. Because if you do that, then you are laying a foundation Are you with me? The Bible never says even to pray for your finance. Some people say I'm walking by faith. And I used to do that. Until one of my mentors told me, God has not called you to walk by faith concerning your finance. He rebuked me and he said you should have been wise. with your finances the biblical principles are there to follow and i suddenly realized okay it was more like okay as well you know it broke the balloon inside of me <laughs> the bubble not the balloon <laughs> but Amen. Amen. I mean, don't look for jobs, say work and all that to compete with somebody. Are you with me? You are only competing with yourself. Even housewives save from what your husband gives you. Don't spend it all. I mean, generally the husband's might only give you to buy food for the house and to cook for him <laughs> generally but even out of that put this principle of saving something save something i know it is tough tough time for businesses but save little not much maybe you can't but save a little are you with me and if you are you have consistency in your saving by december you will be doing much better i sense the holy spirit telling someone here that you will be doing much better if you have a consistency in saving Amen. So which point was that? Which point was that? That was point number 9. Did we reach that much? 8. Amen. As a matter of fact, some of you you have to realize, you know, see even relationships, pray for good relationships and relationship last but there are also the wisdom that is needed for you to discern between expired relationships because not all relationships are forever as a matter of fact 
beware of expired mentors jealous colleagues and parasitical proteges they're time wasters there are people who will trust you no matter what there are people to whom you have to keep explaining and explaining and if, if it is a relationship that has to be keep kept explaining and explaining it means it has expired people who will love you will trust you my prayer these days is god deliver me from intimate enemies intimate But let's go to the next point. We don't want to spend too much time there. Enjoy, even during this lockdown, the fruit of your labor, even if it is work from home. Enjoy little things. You can't meet everybody's expectation. Like no other time, you know, the amount of messages, the amount of needs that keep coming. And I realize I can't meet every need. I'm not a superman. I can't handle everything. I'm not the general manager of the universe. I'm not El Shaddai. Else I will die. <laughs> Enjoy the fruit of your womb. The blessings that God has given you. And also the fruit of your labor. You know, I had somebody asking me, I mean, pastor, is it okay to family plan? Young couples, family planning, is it okay? They said, pastor, we come from a Catholic background, it says in Genesis 1, 26, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. I said, yeah, read the whole scripture. Family planning is also allowed in scripture. Genesis 1.28 Be fruitful, multiply, replenish and subdue. <laughs> That's family planning for you. Subdue. So family planning is also biblical. Just don't keep on replenishing the earth. <laughs> oh Lord, help me. <laughs> But enjoy the fruit of your labor and the fruit of your womb. Are you with me? Amen. Now, now, now look, look to the scripture. Psalms 56, the scripture that we read. Look at that. And then Ruth chapter 2. Those are the scriptures that we're going to go through and then we're going to pray. Psalms 56, 3 and 4. What time I am afraid, yeah. I will trust in thee. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. In God, I put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Now look at Ruth chapter 2 verse 12. The Lord repay you for thy work and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel under whose wings you have come to trust. 
Amen. Nobody can pray for you like you. Are you with me? Nobody else is going to believe in God as much for you as you will believe in God for yourself. And the Bible says to put your trust in the Lord and come under His wings in prayer. I pray that during these days that when you pray, when you seek His face, and I'm just asking God to grace you, just to seek the face of God, come under the wings of the Lord and say, Lord, I need your wisdom, I need your grace, I need your favor, I need your blessing in my life. I put my trust in you. Which is that song? I put my trust in you. I didn't let you come here to do to put the, your trust in the Lord. These are the three things that I'm going to pray and we're going to pray together. One, I want you to say that with me. Lord Jesus, Jesus. raise for me, for me. Recommenders. recommenders. People who will recommend me. Amen. 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 Ruth chapter 2 verse 6, the NKJV worship. Whose daughter is this? In the eyes of Adelana, whose daughter is this? And here it says there, and the servant that was set over the reapers answered and said, It is the Mobite, Mobitish damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. Boaz is wanting to lift. Are you with me? Boaz, the Redeemer, Kinsman Redeemer, wants to lift. But someone has to recommend. There are many people, you have forgotten people who recommended you before the Lord's presence. You have your lifting and you forget. Boaz wants to raise this woman up. But somebody has to recommend her. Somebody has to say, this is who this is. You are the one in your family to recommend your family members to the Lord. To take them into the presence of God. And said, Lord, do this. This is the Moabite damsel who's been good to her mother-in-law. And I pray that God will raise up recommenders for you. People who will recommend you in the courts of God. Who will intercede for you. People who will recommend you before others. Whether it be your business, your company. As a matter of fact, I sense the Holy Spirit favoring seven companies. You're going to find recommendation from sources that you never thought possible. People are going to recommend your business, your company in the right, right domain, in the right place. And God is going to reward you and take you forward. The second prayer that you make when you come under the wings of the Lord is let my voice and the voice of my helpers be louder than the noise of my enemies. 
or critics or haters lord let my voice before you and the voice of my helpers be louder than the noise of my enemies and critics and haters there are people who will hate you for a reason there are people who will hate you for without a reason but they are haters let the voice of your helpers be louder than that as long as you don't hate anybody you forgive you bless i don't have any enemies are you with me but i do have a lot of enemies there are many who hate me but i don't have may the holy spirit amplify your voice and the voice of your helpers above the voice of your critics say amen to that yeah. ruth chapter 2 verse 9 the third point and we pray let your eyes be on the field which ah. they reap let thy eyes be on the field which they reap ah. and go after them ah Yeah so that that see we can read through the chapter later we know the story but i'm just going to say the point and we're going to pray the third point is this what you're going to pray when you come under the wings of the lord this week lord please surpass my expectation she never thought she would ever find a husband she would ever find a home she would ever find rest she would ever be rewarded for all that she did she never thought she would get a bonus a generous bonus just not a little bit and apa then actually the owner of the field she never thought all that but god surpassed all her expectation and tonight i want to tell you all your expectation about yourself god will surpass that for you when you come under the wings of the lord and when you say lord i put my trust in you you will surpass all my expectations maybe you have thought the worst about your life maybe you have thought the worst for your future but god is saying to you trust in him take refuge in him your expectation god will surpass that and will bring you to a place of enlargement and spaciousness and great reward and he will reward you himself may he cause his face to shine upon you may his hand of blessing be upon you in the name of jesus lift your hands and say thank you lord now i want you to pray with me for some time i want you to pray with me for some time i want you to open your mouth and say this prayer and then we're going to pray together say lord jesus 
I surrender my life to you. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. Come into my heart. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you are my Lord, my Master, and my Savior. I submit to you. You are my God. I take refuge in your presence, under your wings. Thank you, Jesus. I renounce sin. I renounce Satan. I renounce the world. Thank you, Jesus. Wash me with your precious blood. Cleanse me. Anoint me with your Holy Spirit. I submit to you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Fill me with your wisdom. Fill me with your favor. With your grace. I submit to you. Thank you, Lord. I choose life. I choose you, Jesus. I choose heaven. I choose the blessing of God. I choose to be under your care. To receive from you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now lift your hands and praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Take a song. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise your Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
And take my refuge in you. Father, raise up recommenders for me. Raise up helpers for me. Helpers for my life. Helpers for my future. I ask for destiny helpers. Father, in the name of Jesus. Now pray in the Spirit.
will open supernatural doors. His face will shine upon you. Rabbi, by your voice will be magnified. Nobody will silence your voice. Rabbi, promote your side coming up. Lord will raise up the voice of your helpers. Rabbi, amplify the voice of your helpers. Above all the voice of the enemy. Every voice of the enemy will be silenced over your life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen.